0: begins right now here at georgia's armed american radio aar ranch mark walters filling your prescription for freedom in front of the sig sour powerful and platinum sig Sauer microphone i might add here in the car firearms group studios at aar ranch it's all being brought to you by the great x insurance greg over in dallas texas welcome to Hour two my brother here we are here we are super bowl what no no woke super bowl here So hopefully you're watching or listening to this show and not watching the Super Bowl. But that's up to you. If you pick it up on podcasts later, that's okay. The Taylor Swift Show continues while we are live here on Armed American Radio. Greg, where can people watch us instead of the Super Bowl? Would you be kind enough to tell them how to do that, please?
2: Uh, Sure. If you want to watch the show, just head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com. Right hand side of that website, you can see the menu icon. Just give it a click, and when that window opens up, you can select that watch live option. We've also got the listen live option and the podcast link in case you have to catch up on any program you may have missed, or maybe this show a little later on. Uh, If you'd like to join our live chat, well, head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio
0: Conversations. Boom, pow, zam. That'll get you in. Welcome to the broadcast. Hour 2 begins right now here at the ranch. Let's go over to Neil McCabe first. Neil, welcome to the show. You're going to stay with us for this hour and the roundtable. We're going to get some great insight from you. And I'll let you introduce our guest that's going to be with you and I for the next two segments. Neil McCabe, welcome in, brother. Neil? Is Neil, Neil, where are you? Unmute Neil. We'll wait for Neil to, we'll, we'll, we'll wait for Neil to unmute. Okay, well, let's let's bring Joel Rudman in. Joel Rudman is state rep. We'll get Neil back. He's he's there. We know he's there. We'll bring Joel Rudman in. Joel is a member of the Florida House of Representatives from the 3rd District. Joel, welcome to the program. Welcome back to the program. It's been a while. How are you, my friend? Thanks for being here, sir.
1: Hey, Mark, doing great. And uh, listen, thanks for the invite. You know, I've got nothing to do on a Sunday night. I'm certainly not watching the uh, Taylor Swift show. That's for sure.
0: The Taylor Swift Show. I'm glad you said that. It was kind of funny because when I saw your, I think it was a tweet that you put up today. Let me see if I can find this real quick. Uh, no, I'm not watching the Super Bowl. My NFL died years ago at the hands of At Kaepernick 7 and Roger Goodell. At Taylor Swift 13 is just the final nail in the coffin. When I saw that, Neil and I spoke and said, let's get you back on the program, my friend. So thanks for being here. I do appreciate it very much. Greg, real quick, do we have Neil? Is is he back in? Neil McCabe, welcome in. Reporter from Parts Unknown. Neil is from Boston, but you'll never know that from his accent. And from RedState.com, RedState.com. Neil, welcome in, brother.
2: Hey, uh, very good to be with you, Mark. And uh, Dr. Rudman, thank you very much for being on. Uh, I interviewed Dr. Rudman when I was at uh, One American News covering uh, the state at, uh, from the Tallahassee Bureau, he is one of the toughest hombres when it comes to gun rights in Florida. And, you know, Dr. Rudman, Mark and I have talked about this for years, about at one time, Florida was on the cutting edge of the expansion of gun rights. That that era that really opened up around sort of like maybe even before Heller, but you know, 20 years ago, it was called the Gunshine State, and it was really like a haven. Like, obviously, we had Vermont as this constitutional carry place in the Northeast, but Florida was the real big state that was making, that was sort of re, was reintroducing or what I call restoring the gun rights that the founders and the framers intended. And then things changed, but you are absolutely in the vanguard of restoring those gun rights as our founders and framers knew them and intended them. So welcome to the program and uh, what are your plans for the legislative session this year?
1: Well, Neil, thank you for those accolades. I'm not certain I'm worthy of them, but no, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, we were we were known as the Gunshine State. You know, it's funny that you make mention of that. Up here in Pensacola, we actually have a, a popular local heavy metal band called Gunshine and I don't know if they're politically motivated or not but that that was the reputation back in the day we we were in fact the Gunshine State restoring second amendment rights and privileges to our citizens and then of course 2018 happened you know the uh, the unfortunate Marjorie Stoneman Douglas incident where uh, you know there there was an act passed that had a couple good things in it but they also had a lot of bad things in that bill and what we're in the process of doing neil in the florida legislature we're in the process of repealing some of those bad statutes that uh, got involved there in 2018 uh one of which i'm the, i'm the chief sponsor of it's house bill 17 in the florida legislature house bill 17 in a nutshell neil house bill 17 uh returns the uh, waiting period, returns the, the, the amount of time that the Florida Department of Law Enforcement has to conduct your background check, it returns that time period to three business days. I'm not sure most people yeah. know this, but right now in the state no, of no, Florida... please.
2: Hold on. I don't mean... Uh, yeah, I, you're going to explain it, but I want to let people know that it's a very critical distinction of what goes on in Florida uh, with the background checks and how they're handled, and so really some people it might get a little complicated, but what Dr. Rudman is about to explain is is very, very critical. Go ahead, sir, and I'm sorry I interrupted you.
1: Oh, sure, no problem. So, 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 guys, federally, right, back in the early 1990s when you had the Brady Bill, the feds enforced a five-day waiting period essentially on, on handgun purchases. They figured it would take approximately five business days to do a background check. Well, what's the NICS system? What's the uh, national – database came into play where basically the FBI can look everybody up. The federal waiting period went away. There is no more federal waiting period. Uh, most states actually use the FBI to conduct their background checks for firearm purchases. And uh, the, the FBI asks for three business days. And to be honest, that's usually all that most states give uh, the background check. They say three business days, certainly enough time to figure out if someone's disqualified from purchasing a firearm. That was the case in Florida. You know, we, we used the Florida Department of Law Enforcement to do our background checks. But up until 2018, that was always the rule in the state of Florida, three business days to do a background check. After, after three business days, if a person hasn't been found to uh, be disqualified, they receive their legally purchased firearm. Well, in 2018, after the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas uh, incident, Uh, an act was passed that included a a statute. The statute now reads in the state of Florida, the Florida Department of Law Enforcement has anywhere from three business days to however long the background check takes. And guys, listen, I don't have to explain to y'all. When you give a government agency all the time in the world to complete a simple task, guess how long that simple task is going to take? It's going to take all the time in the world. We actually have constituents up here in the third district who have waited over two years for their background check oh, to be completed. And, and, and these are law-abiding right. citizens. Dr. And Rudman, let, uh, let me jump,
0: Neil, let me jump sorry, in Mark. here real quick. It, it's important to point out, now you're in third district, you're up in the panhandle, right?
1: That's right. We're between Pensacola and Fort Walton Beach.
0: Very conservative part of the state. It's been read, you, know, you know, I used to live in Florida until 05. A lot of firsts in the state of Florida for me. Got married there, had my kids there, started my first businesses there, bought my first house down there. Florida's home to me. Parents still live down there. And you know, I got to tell you, Dr. Rudman, when I left here in 2005, Florida's gun laws were better than the state of Georgia. But because of the work of georgiacarry.org at the time, now ga2a.org, Georgia surpassed Florida. And I didn't think I'd live to see, I did not think I'd live long enough to see Florida come back. And then 2018, as you mentioned, was another huge setback for residents, for law-abiding residents who had to pay the price for the actions of a scumbag at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. And fortunately, you're going to start rolling that back right now. And now, of course, Florida is technically permitless carry. We'll call it constitutional carry because we can. So do you see further movement now after the repeal of this nonsense? Is Florida going to start catching up with the rest of the country and earn that moniker of the Gunshine State back?
2: Boy, I certainly hope so.
1: You know, Mark, one of the things you have to do when when you have the Constitution on your side, when you have the Bill of Rights on your side, you can't be afraid to shy away uh, from running these bills. Uh, w- when I filed the bill uh, in this current session, you know, the first thing I did, I went down to Parkland, Florida. I went down and I spoke to some of the parents uh, who lost loved ones at Parkland because, again, I, I want people to understand this. This repeal that we're trying to do this would not have saved anyone's life. right? This, this, this is not taking guns out of the hands of criminals; it's taking guns out of the hands of law-abiding citizens. If I told you you had to no, wait no. two years, Doctor Rudman, let me right let to, me to, let, let, let me stop you that. right
0: there. We're getting ready to take a break. We'll continue with Doctor Rudman right where you left off. Armed American Radio's Monster Cast continues. Doctor Joel Rudman, Florida Three, and Neil McKay back after this. following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the Car Firearms Group Studios. With me, Mark Walters, filling your prescription for freedom in front of the six-hour microphones, all brought to you by X Insurance. Greg, ask me how many Defender Coffees I had to start my day today. Uh, Mark, how many Defender Coffees did you start your day with? One. But then I had one later in the afternoon in my Circle K cup that I keep. Oh, okay. So I've had two Defender coffees all day. Ladies and gentlemen, you can drink coffee and support the Second Amendment by drinking coffee. DefenderCoffee.com. Use the promo code AAR. Let them know you heard about it here. And you get to tell them where to send a portion of the profits at the end of the year. Mine go to the Second Amendment Foundation. You can send them over to GOA. I think you can split them up and do whatever you want with it. But it's a win-win-win all the way around. DefenderCoffee.com. And I'll take this opportunity to mention our other partners, too. You might have heard in the first hour of the program our newest partner, PT Ammo, all-American made up in Guilford, Connecticut, of all places. The Constitution State, Connecticut. Yeah, okay. PT Ammo is helping fulfill that, though. PT Support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. It's how we've been here for 15 years. Valentine's Day is sneaking up quick, ladies and gentlemen. Not too late to get your goat guns. It's never too late to get goat guns. Build these things and have some fun. Alan Gottlieb has a couple of them en route to him right now as well. GoatGuns.com. If it's your first purchase, use the AAR promo code. Take 10% off right out of the box. ArmsList.com, America's firearms marketplace. Been sued by the Brady's a few times? Beat them back in court every single time. You've heard John Gibbon, the founder, on the program a couple times already. ArmsList.com. Use the promo code AAR. Get the first month for 99 cents, 99 cents. After that, it's only like six bucks. It's worth joining simply to support those companies, these small businesses that support our right to bear arms through this program. You can find all of our partners, including Barrel Buddy, revolutionize the way you clean your guns, BarrelBuddy.com. The pack is only $14.99. I'm holding them up right here if you're watching me on your television screens. Pitch the patch, ladies and gentlemen. Pick up a Barrel Buddy, Two, two passes, your gun is clean, no more mess, no more stink, no dirty fingers, no wife yelling at you, no having to go out to the garage, no messing up your office or your man cave. BarrelBuddy.com. Visit all of our partners at ArmedAmericanRadio.com. Let's go back to uh, Neil McCabe. I'll welcome you back in first. Welcome back, Neil.
2: Thank you very much, Mark. I just, uh, I just put uh, Dr. Rugman's uh, Twitter handle or X handle in the uh, Telegram chat for people so that they can follow him. And I understand he has a big event. I want to remember to ask him about his big show, March 7th, that's coming up. But uh, I also want to make you, the
0: point, I, think you just, I Neil, I think you just did that. I want to point out you were not privy to this during the break, but Dr. Rudman is going to stay with us and have some fun political conversations with us throughout the hour. So we've got both of you for okay, the hour. Good. We've got a little mini roundtable. Neil, I'll let you throw oh. the question over to Dr. Rudman. Go for it.
2: So uh, I, I want to make the point to Dr. Rudman that it isn't necessarily the, the case that the Florida Department of Law Enforcement is if is, is leftist or anti gun it's just that it's full of hacks, just like every other government agency every everywhere in the world and the the way it's done in Florida is there's a five dollar fee i think it's, this is the case where it's a five dollar fee for that background check, which is used in part to finance the uh the law enforcement department's budget and so this this sort of device that was used by the legislature to to support law enforcement and help with the budget has also sort of worked out to be kind of like a reg- – basically it turns it into the Registry of Motor Vehicles for background checks. Absolutely, Dylan.
1: So <laughs> oh, absolutely. It, it, and, Neil, let's be honest. I mean, I know what it's like. You know, as a physician, if I've got two forms in front of me, if one form is due tomorrow and the other form is due whenever – Guess which one I'm going to do first. I'm going to do the one with a deadline approaching. And uh, right now, SDLE, uh, the Florida Department of Law Enforcement, when they do background checks, there is no deadline. So all this bill does, it simply restores the deadline to their work. They must get their work done within three business days. And, guys, let's be honest. Let's let's ask Mark. Mark, you know – Pretty much nowadays in the 21st century, you can find out everything you need to know about a person in five minutes. I mean, it really doesn't even take three business days. I think we can all agree on that.
0: Absolutely. Less than that, actually.
1: So uh, so th- that's the thing, guys. This is a very common sense gun bill. As a matter of fact, it's not even a gun bill, really. It's, it's a freedom bill. People's rights are being restricted. The, the uh, People are trying to exercise their Second Amendment rights, and in some cases, they're having to wait up to two years. We had That's insane. 51, 51 customers at one licensed uh-huh. FFL dealer in Milton, Florida, had waited over two years. And you know why I say two years, guys? Is because the system times out after two years. So they were essentially thrown out of the system once they hit the two-year mark, and they had to reapply all over again.
0: Dr. Rudman, let me ask you a question. Regarding law enforcement and push, you know, one of my good friends, Ryan Petty, Parkland father, you likely know Ryan Petty, lost his daughter at Parkland. He was a member of the 13, was part of the 13 member Parkland Commission. We all know why Scott signed all those bills. He was under tremendous media pressure. He was running for Senate at the time. He was weak, in my estimation. No true leader would have ever done that, but a true leader would have stood up for the constituents and said, I'm not going to let the actions of one madman. Wreck the constitutional rights for 18 million of my state constituents but nevertheless that's where we're at and i know ryan supports its repeal we've talked about it are, are you getting any pushback from law enforcement anywhere florida sheriffs association tends to be 99 percent very pro-gun save for one or two of them out there uh local police chiefs in the in the state what, what what are you hearing from law enforcement on some of this
1: so mark you know how i know that we're on the right side of this argument is because of people like Ryan Petty. Ryan actually uh, provided written testimony on behalf of my bill at its first committee stop a couple weeks ago. We move on to our final committee stop uh, the week of February 21st, and then after that the bill will be heard on the floor of the Florida House. And so we're, we feel pretty confident about our path in the yeah. House. But yeah, when, you, when you have supporters like Ryan Petty, people, people who – have lost a loved one, people who would know what is necessary to prevent these tragedies from happening again. Ryan is a vocal supporter of my bill. He understands that you can't give FD all the time in the world, that the only people they're impacting are law-abiding citizens. And then, Mark, you know what? It's funny. The the other week uh, in the halls of the Capitol, there was this group of activists walking around in red shirts. I think they were called something like Moms Demand Action or something like that. (laughs) I saw them in the hallway, right? I invite them into my office. You know, they're walking around with this list of agendas, You know, this list of items that they're mad about. And top of the list was House Bill 17. Now, I don't think they associated my name, my face, with their number one hit list bill, right? They, they were sitting on my couch telling me how awful House Bill 17 was. And I got to sit them down and say, hey, look, guys, I'm the author of that bill. Let me explain to you its origin. Let me explain to you what Guys, By the time they left, I can't say they loved my bill, but they certainly understood where it was coming from. They understood.
0: Okay. Well, that requires honesty from the other side. I'm not sure there's a lot of that going around. If there is, it's not a whole bunch of it. We'll be back with Dr. Rudman and Neil McCabe. Two more segments. Don't go away. segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Mike Lindell and MyPillow. Don't forget to use the promo code AAR at MyPillow.com. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. Don't forget to use that promo code over there. We have a really slick website over there put up for us at uh, MyPillow by Mike. And Mike has been supporting this program now for a decade. Incredible stuff. He's co-hosted the show with me before. Flew in from a meeting with Trump. To be at the 1280 AM, the Patriot booth. We love you guys up there in Minneapolis. You're tuned in on AM 1280, the Patriot live right now. Missed doing those fair shows at the Minnesota State Fair with you. But Mike Lindell flew in specifically to co-host this broadcast with us for the entire time. We were sitting there at the Midway doing the program live from the 1280, the Patriot booth. Support him. Support him. He gets a lot of hate from the haters out there. And they've got. like I said, we've got a really slick website. It's mypillow.com slash armedamericanradio. You see the promo code right up there? Use it. Pick up some slippers, pick up a dog bed, pick up some sheets, pick up some pillows, some pillowcases, whatever it is. My pillow, the towels are amazing too. We've got all that stuff here at the ranch. Mypillow.com slash armed American radio and use that promo code AAR. Take advantage of all the great discounts and support the people that make this show possible. Neil
2: McCabe, welcome back in my brother. How are you? Hey, phenomenal and getting better every day. And, uh, when you're ready, I've got another question for the
0: good doctor. <laughs> do I want to? I just want to follow up with him. We've got a lot to talk with you about, Dr. Redman. I, I do want to follow up with you regarding uh, we're talking with Dr. Joel Redmond, Florida State Representative, 3rd District, Navarre, Florida, up there in the panhandle doing God's work on behalf of your Second Amendment. We all know what happens in Florida doesn't stay in Florida. It tends to resonate around the country. You're going to see a couple more constitutional carry states as a result of what happened in Florida just last year as well. South Carolina, Louisiana likely. Could we see some moves in North Carolina? Hopefully. Not going to happen in Virginia. We'll talk about that in the roundtable. Uh, Dr. Rudman, you met with some of the Moms Demand Action folks. And as I was going to the break, you know, it sounded almost like you got through to somebody there. Did they understand what you – because, look, you know, I've had run-ins. These, some, most of these people are not honest people. They don't distinguish between good guy with gun, bad guy with gun. It's just all guns are bad, period. Did you get through to some of these folks? Did you feel you got through to them? I find that fascinating.
1: I think, Mark, I think when you when you, when you you look at the facts, when you look at what these laws do and what they don't do, I think it's pretty easy for uh, rational people to look at that and say, yeah, okay, I, I see where you're coming from. I see... Now again, I don't. I don't want to claim that I changed any hearts and minds because you know that's very very difficult to do, especially on something that's polarizing. When, you, when you're talking about freedoms and liberties, but uh, but I I would go far enough to say that I do feel like a lot of them understood the purpose of the bill. That okay, we're not you know. I I think we have to set the narratives, guys. You know, as defenders of liberty, as defenders of the Bill of Rights, I think it's up to us to set the narrative. Too many times the media sets the narrative. They act like we're the criminals. Like we just want to go out and get as many guns as we can, whether it's legally or illegally. And listen, guys, the most law-abiding people I know, the people who do not want to run afoul of the law more than anyone on earth, are your licensed FFL dealers. They want to do things the right way. They certainly don't want their licenses taken away. So I, you know, again, I don't want to say that I I got through. I don't want to say I changed hearts and minds. But there were several who left that office who were no longer mad at me.
0: I'm oh, good, Neil. Take it away. The mic is yours.
2: Well, you know, the big fight, uh, sir. You know better than I do. But the big fight last year with rights was actually the the attempt to really get full-on constitutional open carry in the state. And, you know, it, I think that, um, you know, you may have a different take on it, but from my perspective, Governor Ron DeSantis had such a phenomenal legislative session. He was running up huge wins, and I think he was basically willing to take the win in front of him rather than, rather than tamper with it and lose everything. Uh, this session... The governor is back. He's fully engaged to mean governor of Florida. What are the chances of getting open carry and that full on constitutional carry this session? Great question.
1: So there's actually three gun bills currently in the Florida legislature. I mean three big time gun bills. Mine is probably the biggest, and mine actually has a Senate companion. So of of the three, mine's the one with the biggest chance of becoming law. So uh Like I said, House Bill 17 is probably the one we need to focus on. There actually is an open carry bill that's been filed in the Florida House. I don't think it has a Senate companion. And uh, word on the street is that it probably wouldn't go anywhere anyway. You know, open carry I'm a big fan of, but I I think right now the focus is on House Bill 17, which is my bill. There, There was another attempt, by the way, there was a bill filed last year. To restore uh, gun purchasing privileges, or, or at least rifle purchasing privileges, to our eighteen, nineteen, and twenty-year-olds in the state yes. of Florida. Again, this taken away uh, due to the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas Act. That bill was filed last year. It passed the House, but did not have a Senate companion, which basically means that it's dead. That bill has been refiled again this year. It's also been heard in one committee, uh, but again, I don't think anyone had the courage to run that repealer in the Senate. So of the three bills, mine's the one with the Senate companion. So if, if our listeners, if our supporters, if they were going to put pressure on the Senate, if they were going to call their Florida state senator, if they were call, going to call the Florida Senate president, the bill they would want to uh, emphasize would be House Bill 17. That's the one that actually stands a chance of passing. You know, I... I,
0: I can't say I was disappointed. Well, I was disappointed. Let's be real with the I'll call it open carry light permitless carry. Let's call it permitless carry. But I understand Florida politics. I don't sense there's an appetite for that right now. I didn't sense there was an appetite with DeSantis because if he wanted it, he could have gotten it. Am I wrong in my assessment there? If he had asked for it, he likely would have gotten it. He did comment about it, but he commented about it late after the fact.
1: You know, and I'm not really sure of the dynamic up here, guys. You know, like I said, I'm in the Florida House. I'm a freshman member. I'm just now getting a sense of the appetite in the House. I can tell you the House is very pro-Second Amendment. There's no doubt about that. Uh, We have a strong Speaker of the House in Paul Renner. Uh, so, So the House... Uh, definitely uh, support Second Amendment rights. Absolutely no question about that. In terms of what's going on in the Florida Senate, since I'm not over there, it's hard for me to kind of gauge the temperature. But, again, that's that's the, where the fight uh, really is joined, and uh, that, that's where House Bill 17 has an advantage because we actually have a Senate companion bill that's been right. filed over in the Florida Senate. So, uh, again, I, I wish I was more privy to what's going on over there, but that's just the fact.
0: Neil, are you getting any sense from the Florida Senate? Is there anything you can tell us in your reporting there?
2: Uh, no, no. I, I, you know, I'm just sort of waiting for the session to open up, and you know, obviously, you know, I love Tallahassee. I, I think it's, a, I think it's a great city and a very manageable city. And the two months that the legislature is in town for, it's obviously they're in town different times for committee hearings and other special sessions and things. But for the two months that it's in session for uh, you know its official business every year it's uh i don't want to say it's like Mardi Gras, but it gets kind of lit and it's really it's really a fun place to be i think the, I think Dr. Rudman would agree
0: dr rudman where do, where do we have a lot of listeners in Florida, and all the major cities in Florida are tuned in right now across the state, from the Panhandle all the way to Jacksonville on down uh, through ocala Gainesville, uh, obviously Orlando. Tampa, you're tuned in, eight sixty A.M., nine thirty A. M. in Sarasota. Naples is tuned in. We've got some a bunch of listeners down in the southeast quadrant of the state down there. What do you want constituents in Florida to do to help you move H B seventeen? Tell us what to do.
1: Well, like I said, I think we're in good shape in the House. What I would love would be if there's any Floridians listening, if they could call their state senators, uh, again, these are not the, these, these are not Rick Scott. You know, it, it, it's not it's not the senators in D.C. that you need to call. Right. It, it's the senators in Tallahassee. So look up your local elected officials. You know, the people that you send to Tallahassee every year. Uh, I guess the chances are your your local representative is on my side, especially if they're Republican. But if there's Republican senators that you're sending to Tallahassee, give them a call and let them know that uh, that three day uh, limit the background check
0: it looks like there's going to be some movement there guys we've got one more segment when we come back i want to have some fun with joe biden i want to switch gears i think he's the president although he could be the president of mexico or maybe egypt i'm not sure but a lot going on in washington with joe biden you know the thing you know the thing we'll have some fun with joel redmond and neil mccabe um. This final segment of Armed American Radio is being sponsored by Crossbreed Holsters. Make sure to visit CrossbreedHolsters.com. Now let's get back to me. Welcome back to me, Mark Walters, AAR Ranch here in Georgia. Car Firearms Group Studios are on fire for you. On-air signs are all over the place. You just can't see them on camera. But we are on air on hundreds of radio stations around the nation. The six-hour studio, or excuse me, the six-hour microphone here in the Car Firearms Group Studios. It'll be the six-hour studios tomorrow for The Daily Show. X-Insurance presenting it all. Make sure to check out all of our partners at armedamericanradio.com. And our newest one, of course, PT Ammo, PT Ammo.com. Support American-made ammo manufacturers and small business rate made right here in the United States, PT Ammo.com. They got you covered. Dr. Joel Rudman, welcome back to the program. Pleasure to have you here, my friend.
1: Thank you so much, Mark. And listen, somebody made mention of March 7th early. You mind if I put a little plug in?
0: No, go ahead and put yes, a plug in. And then it. We'll go, to, yeah, go. I hear Neil say go. Yes, do it.
1: So, Mark, I don't know if you're aware of this. So I'm a rock guitarist on the side. So when we talk about freedoms Ooh. and liberties, it's not the Second Amendment that I'm protecting. It's also your First Amendment rights and freedoms. You know, our buddy Uncle Ted Nugent, he actually had a concert canceled up in Birmingham, Alabama, for his political views. So another one of the bills that I've run in this year's session, I've got what's called the Right to Rock Bill. We're not going to let any public venue you know the pensacola civic center you know the amway arena we're not Mm going to let any public venues cancel your conservative comedians your conservative performers your conservative rock artists for their political views we're just not going to let that happen in the state of florida so on march the 7th i'm hosting a free concert it's going to be a rock concert with my band uh dr rudman and his freedom fighters we're going to be at the Florida State University Student Union. It's a it's a bar called the Club Down Under. So March 7th, which is basically our last night in Tallahassee uh, Tallahassee before our session adjourns, uh everybody's welcome to come out and listen to some good hard rock, heavy metal. You might hear some Ted Nugent, you never know.
0: Well, I got to tell you something fun. Uh I was just at uh Local Guitar Center today. And my latest, that was to pick up a tuner for my latest purchase. I just picked up a uh, brand new Gibson Les Paul Standard 60 Blueberry Burst for myself, that and my Gibson SG. So I'm bringing the house down here in the studio from time to time, too, there, Dr. Rudman. You're not alone, brother. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Rock and roll and guns. Right. (laughs) Absolutely. So we're protecting Nugent. We've also got Jim Brewer on our side. You know, Jim Brewer's had some First Amendment issues. He's a conservative comedian. We're not we're not going to cancel people for their views in Florida.
0: I love that. Neil McCabe, jump in here. Neil, you got to grab a microphone and start singing. Maybe the three of us can put our (laughs) band back together.
2: Yeah, I can uh, I'll do my uh, I used to do uh, Barry Mantelow when I would uh, do uh, my karaoke. Yeah, that's that's not going to cut the mustard, is it, Joel? That's not that nah. uh, cuz I love that uh, movie. I love that movie Fall Play with uh, Chevy Chase and Goldie Hawn. So that was always I think you might uh, be better off song. just
0: taking I think you might be better off just taking poison on that note there, Neil.
2: That's an insight. Yeah, I I'm going to take poison. <laughs> hey, hey, hey guys, <laughs> Say, <laughs> Dr. running. Hold on. Bef- before, before we... Close out this hour, Governor DeSantis, who has had a heroic uh, term so far. He's now in his second term as governor of Florida. He made a very big name for himself running across the country for president of the United States. Certainly had tremendous impact on the race. He's now back as governor, but he's termed out. Will you be running for governor in 26? Or who do you think? I know it's a long way out, but looking over the horizon, who do you see as possible next governor of Florida?
1: Boy, guys, that's a that's a tough mm. question. I mean, I, I'll I'll go wherever Floridians want me to go. I'm quite happy in the oh, Florida. Oh, come on. I, Give me a name. I, I you, Give me a name. I, tell you I I tell you who I'm a big fan of is my congressman, Matt Gates. I think Matt, if he were to throw his hat in the ring, I think he would be a darn good governor for the state, that's for sure. And, of course, your Second Amendment freedoms would definitely be protected under a governor, Gates. No doubt about it.
0: Oh, they would be protected under a governor, Dr. Joel Rudman, too. I mean, I'm just saying.
1: Hey, you know what? I I will go anywhere Floridians uh, choose to send me. Right now, they've chosen to send me to the Florida House. And, uh, and guys, you know, before we get going, I just want to make one point that I always make to people who don't understand the Second Amendment, right? The, the point I want to make is, all right, so there's guns out there. Yeah, there's people with knives. There's people with machetes. Yeah, you hear about people shoving each other in front of the subway and stuff like that. So, guys, the point I make, especially when you're dealing with tragedies like Parkland and what have you, you know, you never make your best decisions in the middle of an emergency, right? What did Obama say? He never let a good crisis go to waste because you don't make your you don't make rational decisions when you're stressed, when you're worried. So, what I tell everyone is, guys. Heaven forbid, if I should ever, ever fall victim to some sort of tragedy, please don't use my tragedy as an excuse to rob Americans of their freedoms. That's all I ask.
0: Now, I'm glad you mentioned it and put it in those terms. You know, Ryan Petty is like that. Ryan Petty understands. You know him well like I do. This is an individual who lost his daughter at Parkland, and he understands what our rights mean to us. And what likely could have kept those kids alive had they uh, had they had they had the opportunity. And that's the Second Amendment. And those people who understand that, they get it. I got to ask this question of each of you before we go into the roundtable and I let you go. Dr. Rudman, is Biden on the ticket in 24? I got to go there.
1: (laughs) Oh, got to go there. (laughs) Well, you know, as a physician, I normally would tell you what I think of Biden's situation. But to be honest, yeah, I want him to be the Democratic nominee because I think I could probably beat Biden. I think I could probably be president if he were running. Scary stuff.
0: Neil, we're going to talk with you about that in the roundtable, but let's get your take on it right now before we go into the roundtable.
2: It, it, it's unfortunate for the Democratic Party, but there is no way, there's no mechanism to get rid of Biden right now because of the way they they. They rigged, if you will, to use an old-fashioned phrase, rigged the nomination process. And Joe Biden and the rest of the handlers have so much money and so many favors to dole out that they have control of the nomination process. And they're just not going to give away. I believe they're willing to hang on and take their chances in a binary election. And and I just I just see no way out for the Democrats. It's a it's a tragic situation for them, but they had no they went with Biden because they thought he was the one Democrat who who had a shot against Trump. And certainly, if you look at the rest of the field, the Elizabeth Warrens and the Michael Bloomberg's and Pete Buttigieg, like Kamala Harris, even right. That you know, honestly, Biden was the one guy that had a shot against uh, Trump, but you know, they're kind of stuck with them now. Yeah, I I'm know. Gonna, go ahead, Dr. I'm Rudman. Sorry. We've got just about 30 I know seconds we're on
1: radio. I know we're not on TV. I know you can't see this, but I'm actually drinking out of a red Dixie cup that has the Trump logo uh, stamped on it. So we're, we're talking Trump 24, baby, all the way.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not going to disagree with you there. Americans have woken up. Hey, Dr. Rudman, thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Is there a website you can send people to quickly before we hear the music? Oh, we he dropped we dropped him okay all right that's okay that was Doctor Joel Rudman Florida State House District yeah, Mark, Three yeah he's
2: at he's at doc d o c doc underscore Rudman on on X so check him out uh, formerly known as Twitter we have to throw that disclaimer in don't we no we really
0: don't but we do because we wonder why we keep saying that it's X whatever ladies and gentlemen the roundtable coming up next Neil McCabe is going to hang here with us for the hour. Of course, Brad Primo, CEO of Leadslingers, will be here, and Justin Moon, CEO of Car Arms. Of course, we're in the Car Firearms Group studios on the Six Hour Mites, all brought to us today and every day by the great X Insurance. It should be a lively roundtable, especially what's going on with Biden. Can't wait to get the take from the crew about that and a lot of other stuff, including Hawaii. We want to talk about that with the guys. Roundtable, six minutes after. Flip side, don't go away.